This interview brought to you by AgriCentre South. Branches in Lawnville, Gore, Cromwell, Milton and Ranfilly. Drop by your local AgriCentre South branch today. You in the moonlight. Heading up to South Otago this afternoon on the muster, catching up with Nigel Woodhead, farming between Balclutha and Milton. Good afternoon, Nigel. How's things? Afternoon, Andy. Things are hot, mate. Hot. Yeah, for three, that three-letter word, it's been bandied about lately, hasn't it? Followed by stinking or beforehand, it's just stinking hot, but it's a summer, hot, I suppose, right. isn't it? It is, it is. And, um, yeah, I know, yeah hot, I mean, it's good for holiday makers and it's good for stock performance, but it's not much good for pasture production. So, yeah, we're starting to get pretty dry, actually, um, and it sounds like it's reasonably widespread to dry. Um, and, yeah, we could do it with, a, do it with a good soaking rain any day now would be quite handy. Well, in Gore, supposedly, talking to Phil Nuckin earlier, there's about 10, possible 10, 15 mils, and it may vary around the region, but what actually happens there, we don't know, because the, it can vary just from area to area, like, as we all we know that as well. But um, I think it was a case of December being a bit cooler, but actually providing the feed covers that it did has um, been a bit of a saving grace, in a way, for a lot of people. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, December... December was good actually. You know, we at Christmas time we had paddocks that were white with white clover. Yeah. Yeah, flowers. I we haven't seen that for well, I haven't seen that here and I've been home this will be my eighth season. So um yeah, that was awesome to see, but I'll tell you what, they've all frizzled up pretty quick smart now. There's uh, there's not much white if you look across the farm now. But anyway, no, things things aren't taking along too bad. It'll um yeah, ten or fifteen mils will keep the wolf from the door for a couple of days, but when it's as hot as it is now, 15 mils only last two or three days. Yeah, just gets... but yeah, you know, the crop the crops will love it, and the young grass. Like we we planted a heap of red clover and young grass oh, just after Chris, uh, just after New Year's, and some of it came through, but most of it's just sitting there in dust. So yeah, we we need a rain. You got all the supplement made? Yes, yeah, and we've we've had not too bad a year on the baleage and, and actually we've. Um, yeah, about 100 or 110 bales of oats and 110 bales of clover, which is um, yeah, which is plenty for us. Although I'm starting to think about putting the baler feeder on and dribbling a wee bit of baler out for some use. But anyway, we'll deal with that. Um, and what else have we done? Yeah, oh, we made a heap of hay as well. We made I haven't had a count up, but it'll be probably close to 50 like big bales of hay. We've got a big round hay baler, so. Yeah, we're looking all right for supplement. The only thing we don't have is any silage. Just on last year, we had a um, whole crop paddock of silage that we we're about to make, and we ended up feeding it all out in the same year we made it. But um, So we don't have any silages here, which is a bit of a concern, but at the same time, I think we're probably a bit better set up this year than we were last year, so we should be able to get through all right. How are the stock doing? Lambs are doing really, really, really well. Actually, like I'm just I'm in the yards at the moment. We're weighing and crutching lambs um, this morning or this afternoon, and the lambs like you put your hand on them, they all square across the back, and yeah, they're looking really good. Um, yeah, lambs like it when it's hot. So, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And we're sort of lucky, you know, like you were saying before, that feed that was stacked up from December, they're still sort of chewing their way through that. We've had them reasonably well spread out, so they haven't had too much pressure. And um, yeah, like lambs are doing all right, and we've got a bit of space for Sunday cart, Monday kill this coming weekend. So, yeah, we're weighing a few heavies off to go on the truck on Sunday, which will be good. Lighten the load a wee bit, and yeah, all the ewe lambs are getting drafted off, and they'll go on clover um, probably either this afternoon or tomorrow once we've got all the drafting done. 
And yeah, so between that and summer crop, we'll have probably 1,500 of our lambs on about 45 hectares of the farm, which is quite quite a good stocking rate. It's the kind of thing you've got to think about for this time of year, though, Nige. We talked about it pre-Christmas, about having alternative plans in place for um, the season that we've got, especially with the extra mouths that a lot of farmers are facing at the moment. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of, you know, last two years in a row, we've been hit by issues with the works and dry. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a concern because there's sort of no, um, you know, it's no quick fix for either of them, right? Well, the quick fix for the dry is for a rain to turn up, but no one can control that. And, you know, we just need a, a couple of thousand freezing workers to turn up out of the blue and then things will be a bit easier there too. But, um, yeah, I mean, we've we've sort of changed our system a wee bit over the last few years and everyone's heard me bang on about the Z Clover for ages, so I'm not going to talk too much about that. But, um, yeah, last couple of years we've started doing a bit more of the summer crop as well. And we use leafy turnip for a couple of years there um, in the past, and I sort of struggled with it because it was, in the, if you get a dry March, April, once the leafy turnips run out, you, you're on a pretty tight time frame to get turned around and get it back in the young grass. So I went away from that. So we've gone to kale and plantain, which means we just graze it a couple of times in the summer and then shut it up for the winter. And then you also get grazing off it in the following spring. And, you know, like last year's kale and plantain paddocks, we had eight ewes that hit their lambing on it, set stocked, which is pretty valuable considering all our swede paddocks had either nothing or just a few wet dries running around on them. So, yeah, that, that's been a real benefit for us. Like, at the moment, we've got, there's about 350, 400 lambs on a four hectare paddock of kale and plantain. And they've been there for about two weeks. And they've probably got another two weeks in front of them. And it's, yeah, they're taking a while to get through it. So it's just that, you know, the per head performance won't be out the gate, but the per hectare growth rate will be really, really, really good. And that, you know, that's what's saving us. And then we'll, the ewe lambs, like I said, will go on the clover. And that's as much about per head performance as it is about per hectare performance, get those ewe lambs up as big as possible for the winter. So, yeah, we sort of, <clears throat> between, yeah, between the, the summer crop and the clover and, and things, yeah, we're sort of trying to shout, well, just, just shelter ourselves a wee bit from the dry. We know we're going to get dry. We get dry here anyway. Um, but So we're trying to put policies in place to, to mitigate the effects because there's nothing worse than being pushed into a corner by weather. And a lot of people delayed weaning as well because they couldn't get the lambs away and it's like, well, we'll just leave them on for a bit longer. But it gets to the point where how long could be too long as well as far as stock performance too. Yeah, yeah, we... We in the last few years we've weaned before Christmas, and this year we thought, oh, we'll just push it out a bit. Um, yeah, we don't tend to have big weaning drafts here, so weaning draft wasn't, you know, wasn't what worried me. I just sort of wanted to get the weaning weight up a bit, and we had, you know, before Christmas we had heaps of feed, so it wasn't a worry. You just keep moving the ewes and lambs, and away they go. So, yeah, we only we only finished weaning last week, and the, the weights were good, and the ewes are looking really good. We saw the ewes in the weekend, and they're looking really good. So, I think that has worked reasonably well for us um, but yeah you know, like if, you, if your policy is to wean before before Christmas and you're not weaning until January then it, you know, it's a reasonably major change so yeah the whole workspace thing said you know, it's got some long term flow on effects that you know, some of it we may not even see yet hopefully, you know, hopefully we either get a rain or the space frees up smartly so we don't you know, have a heap of lambs pushed into the late autumn early winter and then has an effect on next year's production. That'll be the absolute horror story. Yeah, and that's what we've got to look out for as well. Hey, Nigel, we'll leave it there. Appreciate your time as always, mate. No worries. Cheers, Andy.
Nigel Woodhead there, always good to get his thoughts on the muster. As is our next correspondent, his name is Nathan Burden, resident sporting guru from Invercargill. A few thoughts on the sporting year ahead. Somehow.